0: Hi everyone, this is Christy. I'm Michael. And we're Terror and Tacos, and we are getting together today, this evening, which is different yeah, for us. Yeah, a nighttime
1: usually, Terror and yeah, Tacos. Yeah, we
0: usually record during the day, but we're doing a nighttime Terror it's and Tacos. It's too scary at night, it's I don't too know. It's scary, I don't know if we can take it. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about Sean of the Dead. Yes. And zombies. And
1: zombies. Um, a lot of zombies. A lot of
0: zombies. Before we do that, though, let's talk about what we're eating.
1: Uh, yeah, you had sort of a uh, an ingenious idea to honor uh, so much of Shaun of the Dead takes place in a pub, and they talk about pubs and pub food, and so you came up with our version of pub food, which is a ton of mini tacos from Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's, right? Yeah. Dude, they're really
0: good. Yeah, they're super good. I think they're good. They're like, just like little mini crispy tacos with beef, and you can get them with chicken.
1: And they got a nice spice, mm-hmm. like just a good amount of spice. The salsa is really
0: good. Mm-hmm. The salsa, shit, my mouth is full of mini taco <laughs> yo. Um, the salsa is also from Trader Joe, and it's called Salsa Especial, and it's in the refrigerated section all right it's not in a jar like in one of the aisles it's really good over by the fancy
1: cheeses and we have a pl- i mean we have enough here for yeah five or six other people for everybody
0: but- so come over yeah uh
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i love it it's it's the the dallas texas version of a uh, pub food i think it's great
0: yeah yeah tiny tacos tiny tacos but they're delicious so michael yes did you know that you could
1: actually make a zombie i I had heard rumor, but um, how does that happen?
0: Well, you know, there's this guy named Wade Davis who, in 82, uh, he's a Harvard student and an ethnobotanist. <laughs> and in 1982, man, yeah, that a, exists. Wow, man.
1: that's a job. That w- exists. Wade worked harder than I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, you know, did a lot of studies and. Um, you know, uh, primitive tribes and and the kind of powders and medicines and plants that they use for healing and stuff like that. And um, up at Harvard, because it's Harvard, yeah, it's
1: very fancy. They
0: had heard about this stuff that um, they use in in Haiti that can slow down your heart rate and make you appear um, to be almost dead. And so he went down there and was looking for this stuff and 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 uh, met some people and and found. That it's actually like, you know, he wrote a book called *The Serpents and the Rainbow*. Right. But um, he he actually found that th- this is very very like deeply embedded in the spirituality of the country and the culture, and and um, it it's a two part process
1: of making a zombie
0: of making a zombie. So they take this stuff called it's some places they call it coop-pood like in louisiana
1: okay
0: uh but that is a um, um um slang version of the french word called um coup poudre or something like that which, okay. which just means like strike powder or something and that's made out of all kinds of things primarily the pufferfish, which has oh, this shit. neurotoxin called tetroditoxin
1: Good lord!
0: Yeah, and it's it has the ability this toxin to um, make you appear like you're dead.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and they put like human remains in it, and sometimes they put frogs and whatever, whatever. So this stuff makes you look like you're dead, and then after a few hours, you come out of it, and they give you another powder. I don't know what that's
1: called. Okay.
0: But it this one is made up of that flower called the tura.
1: Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah.
0: And the puts you kind of like in a psychotic state and keeps you enslaved.
1: Okay. And, so they are making zombie
0: yeah. slaves? Yeah, culturally, the to, to be made into a zombie, and this is this is the really interesting part. This is the part about zombies where I was like, oh shit, like this is incredible. Um, in the rural villages in, in Haiti there's no like judiciary system there's no you you can go to like Port-au-Prince and they have the judges ju- sure. but in the little villages there isn't and so the way to punish people was to symbolically kill them bring them back and keep them enslaved in this psychotic state because it is a fate worse than death
1: yeah that's fucking terrifying it is
0: terrifying and like you know a lot of other scientists came out and said oh wait davis is crazy that's not true but it's like if it's not true if these powders don't exist and it's not a thing that they do then how come it's illegal in haiti like how come the government has said said, you you cannot you can't do this uh, so there's got so culturally it's this thing of like there's no jurisprudence in in the countryside. And so this so is the, we're gonna this, this is how we're gonna dole out. This is out. how we're gonna dole out if you have transgressed against your community, we symbolically kill you.
1: And then make you and then make you a slave. Fucking hey. Yeah,
0: isn't that crazy? That is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean it you know, I saw I've never read The Serpent in the Rainbow, I have read the book. I saw The Serpent in the Rainbow when I was a kid and um I mean, it really freaked me out when I was a kid. It was, uh, I you know, you've seen it more recently than I have, and you said it doesn't, maybe yeah, it doesn't hold it, up. It
0: doesn't super hold up, but it's good. It's got some good effects. It was
1: so uh, foreign, just in subject matter. This is... It, it terrified me, and I think part of it is is having, I was pretty young, I think I was pretty young when it came out, or maybe junior high or high school, I don't know, Um and it was so so different than any horror movie I had seen, and I think that alone freaked me out,
0: but I think this is part of why zombie lore is like so scary, and I think this is what why and how zombie lore took hold in American culture, so like in their culture. When they do this thing, I I saw this wonderful documentary on um, Amazon called, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? It's called Zombies, When the Dead Walk. And it's just like, it talks about zombies. And, And this process that they do, it's like the woman says that, she's an anthropologist too, and she says it reinforces a culturally learned belief that can cause a person to reconstruct their identity as a zombie so that they also keep themselves punished. You know, but as far as the zombie lore coming to America in the early part of the 20th century, like from 1915 to like 1930 something, um, we had Marines in Haiti, and it was very foreign and very exotic. Mm-hmm. And the the, the anthropologist who who they interview in in the in this documentary says that she thinks that every soldier, every Marine, came out of. Of, of Haiti with a with a book deal
1: <laughs> that's because they were witnessing there were this so insane many, thing there
0: were so many zombie books and they were all super sensationalized right. you know and kind of like and it always involved some white woman who was being enslaved by these black people who were zombies or it's like <laughs> you know and it, 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 it made the black culture and the African culture of that island um It portrayed it as simple. It portrayed it as childlike. It portrayed their religion, voodoo, which is a very real religion, as not potent and not real. Okay. And ultimately evil. Something that was evil. And Mm. so, you know, it has its roots in slavery. Zombie
1: lore. Lore, yeah.
0: And symbolically, the way it came about as in our literature, in our media, in our movies, is like this fear of blackness. That's this fear of 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 the the people that this country has kept enslaved and how they will rise up.
1: Right. And and I mean that's fascinating. I that did not know all of that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but it goes to, you know, something we have often talked about, which is you know, looking at horror movies to see the things that we as a culture at different times or whenever demonize the things that we define as other, right. and so that makes a lot it of makes sense. Perfect
0: sense. Yeah. and I know that you've recently watched uh, what Night of the Living Dead. Yes, in concert with Shaun yes, of the with Shaun of the Dead, and I also yeah.
1: went back to a documentary I've mentioned a million times, probably The American Nightmare, which right. has some great uh, interviews with Romero. And Romero talks about in that documentary watching the old zombie movies, or not even necessarily just the old zombie movies, the old horror movies. He has this quote, it's not I'm not going word for word, I'm paraphrasing um Mr. Romero. He says he was never interested in Dracula. He was never interested in the guy in the castle. He right. was interested in like the weird, voiceless servants that were doing the <laughs> the grunt work. Yeah. And that is what sort of these zombies in the employ of these sort of legendary horror figures. And it makes sense, like he doesn't say this, but like, Romero is a a guy from Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. and he talks about being a blue collar guy and having a blue collar, this is his, his, his words, sort of that kind of upbringing. And so he said he was drawn to not the dude in the fancy cape who lives in a castle, but the like 12 faceless dudes that have to do the fucking work that right. makes the castle run. And that was what one of the things that brought him to, you know, Night of the Living Dead, which at least I think, you know, in modern terms is is sort of the definitive that and then his Dawn of the Dead. Right. Kind and of define the genre.
0: Night of the Living Dead changed how zombie movies were viewed. Yes. Forever. Forever. And not not in the least because our protagonist is black.
1: Yeah. And, and what
0: what what year is it? It's, it's like in the late
1: 60s. Six, late 60s. Yeah. So it's
0: like in the middle of the civil rights yeah. and all and, that kind of stuff.
1: And he ends up. I mean, yeah, it ends up I, I mean, and I you know, I never know you never know what to believe. I'm not that I think Romero's lying, but I mean, he really says like it wasn't even they didn't set out to make that movie. That was their friend and he was their most talented friend. <laughs> and so they made him the lead. That's kind of the story Romero tells. Wow. But if you watch it, it says a lot. It says a lot and he clearly knows. They know some of the social Things that they're commenting on. I mean, when you see the guys in the, in the, which is basically fucking militia, I mean, yeah. they're these, it's Pittsburgh, but they're these, you know, these guys, just throw them all in the fire. And, and I, like, it, it, they end up killing this, this guy that you followed the entire time, this like noble fucking protagonist who is a black man. And man, when, spoiler, Night Living Dead, it's really old. Um, the way he's killed and then just thrown into this pot. it's it, it's I man it's its really still effective
0: it is it is and it's like yeah I mean and they talk about it in this documentary as well where it's like yeah it changed the way we looked at zombie movies and this person is saying clearly Romero you know is portraying because all the zombies are white in Nightmare yeah, and I Dead mean, it's like he's portraying the The White people, as the people who are lifeless, the people who are all the same, the people who all think the same and want the same thing. And, yeah, the way they do away with our black protagonists is,
1: is, I mean, yeah, it's just this it man it's 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 still heartbreaking. and and they interview in in that documentary a, a a professor of a film professor, I think at University of Chicago, or something I don't remember, or university somewhere in Pittsburgh, maybe Pitt. And I mean, he says it's like, to this day that moment just breaks his heart and Mm. this is like a middle-aged dude who's probably seen this movie 150 times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you know with Night of the Living Dead and then with Dawn of the Dead what Romero does with like the mall and and our sort of like culture in the the 70s and then into the you know it would continue into the 80s Mm -hmm. it's just like culture of excess
0: yeah Night of the Comet does the same thing yes so there's
1: like this it, it becomes a really powerful subgenre for social commentary.
0: Right. Um zombie movies have changed though. Yeah. Like, you know, they have their origin in voodoo and I'm I'm not I don't quite remember in Night of the Living Dead how people
1: It's really from, not, it's not explained. explained. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, I mean most movies about zombies now do exactly that thing. Right. Um yeah, there's all kinds of zombies now.
1: Yeah, and, and I, it's funny, and I know we'll get into it more, because we took some questions on Facebook, and people got oh, kind of fired right. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was this, like, slow zombies versus fast zombies kind of thing. Romero, I mean, I, obviously this is before he died, he fucking hated fast zombies. He was yeah. like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I love it. Like it was like it doesn't make sense they're, they've been in the ground their muscles I was like I love that that's the thing that, that's the that thing doesn't make that's sense impossible yeah. to <laughs> him not the fact that they're coming <laughs> back, back to life yeah, it's the fact that they could run that's hilarious um so I mean, this I know we want to cover a bunch of stuff, but we did at least want to touch a little on Sean and the Dead, which is sort of what what sparked. Yeah,
0: let's jump off.
1: And I think you know yeah. you can't talk about Sean and the Dead without having it's. It is in so many. I think somebody even on Facebook said this. It is in so many ways. A, a, a love letter to Romero. I think it's more than right. just that. Right. That was
0: my friend Stephen Cook. Okay. Yeah,
1: um, and I think that's a great. Yeah. It 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 clearly takes the Romero zombie film. Right. As its basis.
0: But you know, like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who are the stars and, of the of the movie and, and writers, right? And writers of the movie, they're so good at that.
1: Oh my like, god! Because
0: if you if you've seen Hot Fuzz.
1: Yeah. It's also
0: like a pretty great homage to that kind of horror yeah. film like the culty the,
1: you know they may be better than I I was trying to think cuz I think this is different than Scream like I think Scream is is manages to be extremely funny and extremely scary. It's a great sort of Yeah. fusion. But and this, it's very meta. And yes, it is also sort of a comment this movie is at times hilarious. Because Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are fucking, are fucking hilarious, funny. and they are surrounded by really talented actors, and then at times it's a really kick-ass zombie movie, right? Um, right.
0: And it's it's and at times it's kind of heartbreaking,
1: dude. My I, can we just jump around? Yeah,
0: let's just jump around. My, we'll, we'll do a little synopsis, but we'll jump. But around. my
1: favorite scene, my favorite scene in Shaun of the Dead, is neither comedic nor horror filled. It is between Bill Nighy yeah. and Simon Pegg. It is one of the most touching, like stepfather basically yeah. son scenes that yeah. I've ever seen it's in a movie. It's
0: beautiful. I love to describe this movie to friends who have never seen it and who are kind of afraid of of watching a. A zombie movie because it's a horror movie or whatever or or just are just kind of like fearful of horror movies in general and i always suggest this movie because um it this it's a movie about a guy
1: sean simon peck <laughs> <Yeah>. sean <laughs>
0: who has regular guy problems uh-huh. he's a guy who is not really You know, doing a lot in his life. No, he has he's kind of a
1: loser. Yeah. Sort
0: of. Not mean he's just a regular guy.
1: People think
0: people think he should
1: have achieved more than than he has achieved. Right. He's
0: at a certain age and you know he you know he has a loser friend and all that stuff they love video games they love video games they, they love
1: collecting he records he works he's
0: the supervisor of a bunch of 17 year olds at an electronics store yeah which
1: is basically like a, a best buy type store his
0: girlfriend breaks up with him in the first scene because all they do is go to this pub called the Winchester yeah. and she wants more she wants more uh, life he's never gotten along with his stepfather Uh, It's this story of a guy who kind of has always blamed other people Uh for his problems, and added to that, there are also Zombies. zombies and it yeah. is
1: it's beautiful. It, it's, it's brilliant and it's most like in a cheap description and I, I don't i'm this sounds like i'm selling it short i'm really not trying to when i first saw it came out in 2004 this is like 14 years ago mm-hmm. it, it almost struck me wow, as like 14 years ago yeah it's crazy it almost struck me as if you were to say it's you know night of the living dead or dawn of the dead whatever pick your romero zombie movie meets the the bbc office yeah which i would call the office because in my mind it's the real office sorry but it has like that sort of awesome british humor we're stuck in this fucking thing that we do this routine Mm -hmm. and that yeah sort of amazing british humor but it's also a kick-ass zombie movie Mm -hmm. and um And it even features a couple people from The Office, which I think adds to that. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And And it has
0: some, like, really kick ass actors in it. Like, I mean, British actors
1: are just kick ass. Yeah. But, you know, I mean.
0: Simon Pegg is Sean. Um,
1: Nick Frost, Martin Freeman is in it.
0: Martin Freeman is in it. Bill Nye.
1: Bill Nye might be the most underrated actor in the world. I know. I know a lot of people know him. He's the guy. He's like the rock star in, in, in love, love Actually, and he's in the Underworld movies. And
0: he's also in like one of he plays. Uh, he's in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, movies.
1: yeah. But he is absolutely brilliant. and yeah. uh, He's so good in this, and like brings just like a heart to it. I, I, I love it. He's, I absolutely love it.
0: He's great. Penelope Wilton is also. She's in. great. She plays Barbara, Sean's mother. and Which
1: is a nod to Night of the Living Dead. Right. They're coming to get you, Barbara. And if
0: you don't know, if you're not familiar, Penelope Wilton plays uh, Cousin Violet in Downton Abbey. Yes, correct. So if you're a...
1: A Downton Abbey fan. If
0: you're a Downton Abbey fan, this is a nice opportunity to see one of those actresses not in period costume. Uh, Um, It's full of great
1: actors. I have a bold... Maybe seemingly ridiculous theory that I'll try not to go too down the rabbit hole on, and you can be like, "Shut the fuck up, you're crazy." I uh, I believe this to be Shut one. Shut
0: the of- fuck up, you're crazy. Damn it,
1: Christy. <laughs> I believe this to be one of the definitive Gen X films, and I will tell you why. Oh. I think it encapsulates Generation X in a way that is not seen in a lot of films, in that it pays homage. To something the baby boomers gave us, right? Uh, in night, like Night of Living Dead, Don the Romero Absolutely. movies, it pay, it honors it beautifully, beautifully, while making fun of it. Mm-hmm. It essentially says, "We will never be the thing that you were, or maybe you wanted us to be. We're gonna make our own thing, and it's gonna be fucking awesome." Mm-hmm. So we will take what you gave us, we'll mock it secretly we love it and appreciate it and it will totally be ours and you probably won't fucking like it. <laughs> I think
0: that's quite brilliant. Yeah. I had never seen it that way and I didn't know you were when, just right now when you said it I thought you were going to go in another direction but this is incredible. No, I think you're right.
1: And and I think it's, it's hit home for me even more because you have Simon Pegg in Sean playing a guy Gen X guy I mean he's like
0: Yeah, he's, he's our age. Yeah,
1: he's our age um playing a guy who everyone thinks should have done more with his life right sometimes he thinks that other times he's really just kind of happy with where he is yeah he loves his best friend yeah he does want to get his girlfriend back that's honorable but he likes watching his shows he He likes likes listening to his music and he likes playing his video games with his best his best mate
0: yeah he likes going to the pub
1: and does likes going to the pub and doesn't necessarily need to be the thing you thought he should be. Right. And when the shit goes down, he's the fucking one who knows what to That's do. That's exactly
0: what I was going to point at. Yeah. That's where I thought you were going, where, you know, That is
1: part of it to me. Yeah, as that
0: well. is uh, absolutely that it's like, you know, he gets a lot of flack uh-huh. for not doing what he's supposed to be doing and yet yeah, when the shit hits the fan, He's the one that saves everybody, and the
1: things that he has done in his life have prepared him for it. Yes, even even things as little as having a kick-ass record collection is how they discover how they can combat these things. Exactly. Um, Oh,
0: that that dialogue between them when they're trying to decide which record which record (laughs) to throw—it's so great. Where he goes, "Purple Rain," don't throw it. "Sign of the Times," definitely don't don't throw uh, it. "Batman" soundtrack.
1: Throw it. it. Yeah. And it is also, at the same time, a beautiful sort of nod slash mockery of, like, they're so fucking slow. Yeah. They're so fucking slow. Right. Like, we can have this entire conversation, We can have this entire
0: conversation.
1: Um, And so it has has struck me that way, and, like, now I'm going to just, like, go fucking turn on Nevermind and listen to Nirvana for the rest of the night. But it really... To me, it is a a beautifully Gen X movie. And I know I might get made fun of or whatever, but as I hit middle age and we have literally just got no one fucking talks about us at all anymore I know. <laughs> they're there's, just like how are baby boomers ruining millenni- millennials like you already fucking ruined us motherfuckers you ruined us yeah why
0: doesn't anybody ask me i can tell you it's, how they fucking ruined it's us because they're
1: literally only 12 of us there's only
0: 12 of us um, there's not enough of us we could not change the world and so Pe- we just sat back and listened to nirvana yeah
1: and i think peg is sort of a beautiful example of like because he does it even on the show Spaced that he worked on. He is so well-versed. And Nick Frost, too, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But Simon Pegg is so well-versed in what came before. Right. And has such great respect for what came before. Right. But also is not afraid to make fun of the exactly. shit that should be made exactly. fun
0: of. Exactly. And, and he's different from, say, someone like Quentin Tarantino in that way. Who has uh, profound knowledge of what came before. Yeah. But also kind of sucks his own dick yeah, about it. This- you know, sorry. Was that inappropriate?
1: No, I was going to say masturbates. You went bolder and I like it. <laughs> I never feel like Peg is... Is winking at us. Is winking, is at, winking us at us or, or showing, showing you how off. smart he is. Yeah, yeah. showing off. Whereas... Was,
0: yeah, he, he, his stuff is a, a true love letter. Yeah. To the stuff With that came before. With its own
1: twist. Yeah, whereas I yeah. feel like Tarantino... I don't know. He might be cool. I don't know. I feel like he would show you his movie. Right. You would be like, "Oh my God, Quentin, that's amazing!" And he would be like, "Yes. Now I'm gonna tell you why now it's I'm amazing. Tell you why
0: it's amazing." <laughs> and then you're like, "I'm gonna tell you which scene uh, I for, the, I, yeah, I stole from, from what this movie? movie? Yeah.
1: Um, Insane." And for those of you who I assume everyone knows, but Simon Pegg is also an, an enormous star as an yeah. actor. I mean, I. He's in Star Trek. He played yeah, Scotty he plays in the Scotty. movies. He actually has a cameo in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. You can't tell it's him, but it's him. Yeah, um, I he's just, the
0: guy who sells the yeah. The he's food like three to r- portions. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that was him. That's
1: him because he and Abrams are boys.
0: Oh well, um, there you go.
1: And I just saw. Two days ago, Aspen, and I went to go see Mission Impossible Six, and he's had a huge part in the Mission Impossible mm-hmm. series for for multiple. He's movies. really funny,
0: man. And all you have to do is like go on. You know, there's a few channels on the on the Roku that are all like British. Uh, there's BritBox and there's Acorn, and he's they're got taking a, over. That yeah, he's got a bunch of stuff on there that's just really good. Yeah, you know.
1: And, um, and in interviews, he just seems like a guy who who is not quite, doesn't quite know how he got where he got, and I've is just always, really fucking to, happy that I he is. I have to
0: confess, man. And I've always had, ever since he came on the scene with Shaun of the Dead, is really like the first time that I noticed him. I've had this like crazy
1: crush. That on makes him. total sense like, to me. I have this. He's fucking charming. He's so
0: charming. He's really he's talented. So funny. He's super smart. Yeah. Like he's definitely the guy that i would have been like yes and his, i'm gonna go after that guy
1: and is perfect is perfect for sean like i right. know it's like his thing and he wrote it but it's like it is it's it's great it, yeah. it's it's perfect for him and i will say while we're not going to talk about it on here but like i also think hot fuzz is just
0: oh my gosh genius. hot fuzz is, is pure genius uh Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a tiny little break so you can go watch Shaun of the Dead if you have never seen it or go get you some taco pub snacks or any kind of pub snack that yeah. you like. They call them, what, pig pig snacks Yes. in the movie? Those are pork rinds. We call them pork rinds here. Um, and then we'll be right back and we will talk about Shaun of the Dead in detail. Yeah. We'll be right back. So let's talk about Shaun of the Dead in detail. So do you want to give us a brief synopsis of the movie?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we did a little bit of it. But I mean, uh-huh. essentially, like you said, you have a guy who has has other people think he's not achieved what he's what he should have achieved. Um, and the beauty of it is, is that shit is going down. They wake up, right? He mm-hmm. and Nick Frost have kind of like been playing games and drinking all night. At the pub. And they come out and clearly shit is going down. Right. And they are like the only two who don't know it.
0: Yeah. It's super funny because, you know, the even the credits in the movie kind of give you a little hint of what's happening. And the way the credits are filmed is just like a day in the life. You get Sean gets up, goes to work, goes to the pub and you get to kind of see everybody who lives on his street and he rides the bus with and who they're not zombies yet. Right. But, but everybody's kind of, like, in a daze. Yeah,
1: they are, yes. They yeah. are sort of the cultural zombies. The cultural yeah.
0: zombies. And then at some point, they do the really clever thing where he's just flipping through the channels. Yeah. And if you listen carefully, you you, you pick you, up that something, some shit's gone down. Some shit down. has gone down. Some shit has gone but down. But he does not. He does not pick up on it because he's flipping through the channels so fast. Yeah,
1: just, like, mindlessly, yeah. you He know.
0: doesn't care. The night before, uh, his girlfriend has said, We've got to we've got to do something. I want more. I don't wanna just be at this pub with your stupid friend right. played by Nick Frost who's filthy yeah. and you know farts in front of everybody. Yeah. And and she also has a pair of friends who are just
1: dicks. Yeah, they're terrible they're people. They're terrible
0: people. And so Sean says, Alright, we're gonna go to have dinner. I'm gonna make reservations, we're gonna do something awesome. Of course, he doesn't do it. Right. He forgets he to do it. He forgets. Yeah. yeah. And so this is the morning where he wakes up and he goes to the little corner store to get his Coke that he buys every morning and something's wrong. Like he doesn't even notice there's like blood uh, (laughs) on the refrigerator. The guy who usually runs the store is kind of like in the back bumping into the wall. Right.
1: And he's so sort of like locked into his routine Mm -hmm. and mindless that he doesn't pick up on no, all he, of these things that are going lives, on. he just
0: lives, like he leaves a, a few quid on the yeah. counter and he's and, like I'll owe uh, you some. Yeah,
1: I'll owe you some. Uh, and I mean from there slowly but surely they <laughs>
0: things begin to devolve. Yeah. So he goes back home and he tells you know, uh, what is it? He goes to work. He he his stepdad shows up at work and says, You're going to come see mom tomorrow, bring her some flowers. They have an exchange where you, you, you learn that they don't have like a, a great relationship. A great relationship. Yeah. But it's not because Bill Nye hasn't tried. Right. You know, it's just the way dudes talk to each other. Yeah. You know, and, and Sean resents his stepdad. Yeah. He goes home, his friend Nick Frost has not giving him the message that the girlfriend left on the answering machine,
1: <laughs> right. pushing
0: back the date. This Like, his friend is a real big loser. Yeah. And uh, so he doesn't make a reservation, so he decides we're going to go again to the Winchester, to the pub. But before all that happens, there's a girl in the backyard.
1: Yes. And that leads to... To everything. To everything. Yeah. yeah. They finally start to see what is happening. Yeah.
0: So Nick Frost goes... There's a girl in the garden. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, there's a girl in the garden. And so they go into the, you know, in in England, a backyard is called the The garden. garden. And so they go into the garden and uh, there's just some random girl like back there kind of like shambling around, around. shambling around. And they're like, hey, hey. And then he picks up a rock and throws it at her. They're so terrible (laughs) because they can't go up to her. And she turns around. And they go, oh my god, she's so fucking drunk.
1: Yes, <laughs> Except
0: she's not. She's a she's zombie. She's a zombie. So she attacks Sean. Sean pushes her. She like she she stumbles backwards and falls on a piece of pipe that's yeah. sticking out of the oh, ground. Oh yeah. And it's really great. Yeah,
1: and there's some some there's a, there's some gore in this film. There's some gore they, in this they film. They do not shy away from right. gore. Right.
0: She gets up from off the pipe, and they do a great shot through, through the hole the, oh, in Oh, so torso. fucking great! And that's when they're like,
1: holy fuck, holy
0: fuck, something's wrong. Right. Um, cue the other giant zombie walking into the garden. They go back in the house. They turn on the TV. The announcer is like, "Don't go anywhere." Hit them in the head, whatever, whatever. Right. So they collect a bunch of objects, go back outside, and start throwing throwing shit it
1: at the the big zombie. At
0: the big zombie. Right. And that's when they bring out the, the records, and yeah, all that kind of stuff.
1: And like from there, it's it's it, a you know a series of uh, of like him trying to kind of like gather the people he loves, right? Yeah. He needs
0: to go to see his mom.
1: Yeah. He we needs... know
0: that he wants to go get his ex girlfriend. Yep. And, you know, he's trying to save his world.
1: Yeah, he's trying to... Yes. And he does a pretty good job of it. In the
0: process of it, he finds out that he's good at it.
1: He's good at it. And he starts figuring out ways to attack them and building weapons on the fly and all these things. And he has a plan. And his plan is the pub is the spot. Right? (laughs) The pub is where where we fucking make our stand. Right. Um...
0: They can't stay at their house because the windows have been broken. Yes. He doesn't want to stay at Liz's house because his friend Nick wants to be able to smoke. Right. Like they thought, thought, thought of all these which things. Which is another comment on how slow the zombies are because right. they have a chance to sit and talk about. Right. It.
1: And also like I also love the idea it's like, well he I mean he's got to be able to smoke. Yeah. Which I was like, smoke. I you know, I appreciate I that. that. Um, and they're okay. So of course, once they're all together, remember he they his girlfriend has these friends that are dicks. Uh He kind of has the shit on lockdown. Yeah. As the kids say. I don't know. I don't know know what the kids say. I don't know what the kids say. I teach them and I don't know what they say. Um, And then, of course, there are other people who start to think they have a better plan. Right. And he actually has answers like, no, that's why we shouldn't do this. That's why we shouldn't do this. Right. But because he is Sean. Right. And people don't necessarily respect him. Mm -hmm. um, They... (laughs) fucking go with someone else's plan right, right? and it is the it's the it's wrong, the wrong thing to do it's the, it's wrong, the wrong thing, thing to do. do and
0: he you know he says to his girlfriend after he like they so they take his roommate's car because the roommate the night before the night before all the shit goes down that, Nick and Sean have gotten super drunk because Liz Sean's girlfriend breaks up with him so Nick, Nick of course takes them to or Nick Frost takes him to the pub they get super drunk um and they're at home, and they're just, like, DJing, right? <laughs> the,
1: the stereo yeah. is super loud.
0: And Sean's roommate comes downstairs and says, shut the fuck up, turn the stereo off. And we notice that he's got a bandage on yeah. his hand. And Nick Frost is like, what happened to your hand, man? And whatever. And so you, you're you like, oh, shit. He's, he's gonna a, zombie. Be a zombie. So yeah. the next morning, that's why they have to leave their house. And that's why he can take the car because his his roommate's a zombie. Yeah. So they get in the car. The first part of the plan is we're gonna go to the mother's house, we're gonna get the mother, and then we're gonna go get Liz, who's the girlfriend, and then we're gonna go hold up hold down hold the fort down at at the at the Winchester, which yeah, at is the, the, pub. The, the pub. And uh, so he goes to get the mother only to find out that his dad, his stepdad, yeah. has been bitten. Yep. Um and they all get in the car together,
1: and it that's what leads to this this just
0: beautiful, beautiful exchange
1: between yeah they go, and, first and, and, they and go
0: get the girlfriend and he's able like she lives in a high rise and he's able to climb all the way up, yeah, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And the two friends are like, "You don't know what you're doing, you're a right. loser, Sean, and it's clear that one of her friends is in love with her and is always trying to oh absolutely to put Sean yeah back. yeah yeah, um but they end up all going together right. and they're trapped in the jaguar and this is a jaguar. jaguar 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 because the stepfather has a jaguar and you know he always has the safety the child safety locks on in the back seat <laughs> so they can't get out of the car after they find out that he's a zombie but before they find out he's a zombie is when we have this
1: beautiful Yeah, it's a exchange, lovely exchange
0: where it's like I always tried I just wanted to be a role model to you and I you know it's beautiful It's lovely. It's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So they finally they have to abandon the car um uh, they 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 walk through all the backyards yeah. to get to the pub and he doesn't quite know where he's going but he sees things and through clues Right. Figures out where they are. And there's a wonderful scene where they finally get to where the pub is, but there's they're behind a fence. Yes. And there's like a shit ton, a ton of, of zombies. zombies. And so they're like, how are we going to get to the pub? And one of the friends, she's an actress. Yes. I take it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah.
0: So there's a great scene where she's giving them like an acting lesson <laughs> and how <had> to act, <laughs> act like, like, like a, a zombie. zombie.
1: Yeah. So. Which is sort of a lovely thing, too. It's like, well, this is how you fool them. You yeah. pretend to be one of them, <laughs> which I kind of love.
0: Yeah. So there they are walking yeah. down the street, pretending, to, pretending be to be zombies. And some of them are good at it, and, and some, some of them, them are, are just not. terrible yeah. at it. And they finally get into the pub. He saves them. He's able to get them inside the pub where they hold up. Only to find out a little bit later that his mother, yeah, has been bitten by a zombie. Yeah, and she's been hiding it, which is another great scene. Really touching in the scene. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, where he has to make a choice. Yeah. Between because I mean once you've been bitten and once you become a that's zombie, it that's it. You're yeah. done. There's no cure.
1: And there's this I mean that's a really fucking sh- like really strong scene that Craig has
0: Right. um
1: It's it's where
0: he has to make a decision Yeah, if he's going to shoot his shoot mom. shoot his own mom. Yeah. I mean it's And it's like symbolically I know that it's funny and I know it's like oh my god shoot his mom in in, in the head, but it's also for Sean, a, a, first it was a big step to acknowledge. Because after his stepfather dies, he does say, he, he tells his mom, that's we've got to get out of here. That's not my father. Because she goes, we have to get your father. Yeah. And he says, that's not my father. And she says, that, Sean, I've told you before. And she says, I mean, he was my father. But he's, he's not, not my now. father anymore. Yeah. So And then they keep going. And then they get to the pub and he has to make this decision. <clears throat> and it's also symbolically like letting go of his parents yeah and letting go of being a kid yeah and taking charge of his own, own life and and yeah symbolically shooting your parents in the head yeah
1: man and it's it's and and it's not a scene that's played for,
0: for, laughs. for laughs
1: neither of those scenes no are. They're, and they're beautiful they're and, really great and, and touching um and you know, yeah. And then again, you have like sort of struggles over power, and he's like really fucking clever at figuring out ways to kill zombies and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, event is he becomes the hero. Yeah, I mean, it's it yeah. is it is
0: he becomes the hero he becomes the hero. Of you know, the movie. Um, his friend. Let's talk about Nick. Yeah.
1: Frost. Oh man.
0: So Nick Frost is this loser guy and he's with him the whole way but he's constantly fucking up yeah I mean he's constantly like he's part of the reason they have so much trouble yeah getting to safety because he's always just fucking Fucking up and it's not fucking up because he's dumb fucking up because he's fucking selfish. Yes. You know, he just, he, he wants to drive the Jaguar. Right. So he wrecks the other car so that they have Have to to take take, the Jaguar.
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, It's just ridiculous. He doesn't
0: want to act like a zombie. Because right. he thinks it's dumb. He's like, I'll do it on the night. Right? Yeah. <laughs> night, he's like, do it on the night? What are what you are talking about? about? It's, it's
1: the night. It's the night.
0: <laughs> and uh, he turns on the, the jukebox in the bar after yeah. they've said, don't turn. Don't turn on the jukebox. Don't call attention. And it's just because he's fucking selfish. Yeah. And he just doesn't want to grow up. He's like this big kid. Right. But in the end, he sacrifices himself. Yeah. For Simon Pegg and his girlfriend. Yes. He realizes... Simon Pegg and his girlfriend have to go on. On,
1: yeah, they and, have to go on, and, and so he has, he has, to has let a go. moment, yeah, where he finally like, yeah. yeah, he's
0: like, "I will take the gun. I will stay here." Yeah, because he gets bitten. Yeah, and he's like, I, "I'll stay here. You guys go on."
1: You go, and he, so he has a really sort of nice moment after having fucked up for the entire film, right? Um, and yeah, but and then even of course because it is ultimately a comedy you know the end with Nick Frost is
0: it's really great so we're just gonna go to the end so (laughs) so they finally find a way so they've made their way into the cellar in the Winchester because the zombies have because Nick Frost turns on the jukebox yeah or the game the game that he's been playing the zombies figure out that there are alive people in the pub and so they want to get in and they break the windows and horrible things happen uh-huh. and uh, they start just dying off until it's, it's just Sean, his girlfriend and Nick Frost and um, they are able to jump behind the bar they set fire to the bar which stops the zombies for a little bit and then Nick Frost's character says there's a cellar under the bar let's go they go under there they can't figure out a way to get back out Um, But there's one of those little lift thingies, Mm -hmm. right, that you see them in New York or in big cities all the time where it's like it opens up into the sidewalk so you can load stuff and take it down. Uh, It's just one of those sidewalk lift things that goes into the cellar. And that's how they're able to escape. So... They, they but they don't know what they're gonna do after that because the streets are, are running rampant with zombies, zombies filled yeah. with zombies so what the fuck do you do so they get out onto the street and lo and behold the I don't know what they call it in England but it's like the military the,
1: yeah.
0: the wh- whoever uh, the military comes in and and um, and they've taken control and they're shooting the zombies and they're taking all of the live people to a safe place right um and so then it cuts to like 6 months later uh-huh. or like 18 months yeah, later. Yeah, I can't remember. Like but yeah. And so the world now just lives in a situation where there are zombies. There are zombies. There are yeah. zombies and and we have learned to uh, to deal with it yeah. in a way uh-huh. and zombies have he's, he, they're flipping through the channels and this time him and Liz are living together in a house right. and they're happy they're together and they're flipping through the channels and there's a woman on a chat show and she's going I know it's wrong but I love him he's my husband yeah and it's a zombie and it's a zombie yeah. <laughs> and they've got zombies on game shows right. and and zombies mm-hmm. are perfect labor.
1: Yeah. There you of go. Of course, yeah. They're, they're
0: perfect, like, to do menial tasks. Uh-huh. So now zombies have employment and their are zombie rights.
1: Right. And all this kind of
0: stuff. And, and uh, they've made plans to do something that night, to go to the Winchester, because Liz has also come around yeah. a little bit. And, they, uh, have they
1: have in compromised in some ways. They have compromised, yes. The
0: way you do when you're an adult. Yes. And uh, hopefully. And um, he says... I'm just going to go out into the garden for a little bit, and she's like, okay. Yeah. So, he goes out into the garden, and he opens up the shed, and he's got Nick, right, Frost's Frost. character, his best friend.
1: Who's a is, zombie. He's a
0: zombie in the shed with, a, like, a collar. Yeah. And they sit down, and they play, they video, play video games. And they're still best friends. Yeah because even though your best friend is, is a zombie he's still
1: your best friend he's still
0: your best friend right. man
1: which is which
0: is beautiful beautiful I love it it's beautiful and Nick Frost's character even does a little thing where he's like
1: ah, yeah. and he <laughs>
0: pretends to bite him and he's like hey get off you know whatever
1: it's uh, um, yeah it is I love I, I mean I, and we had a lot of people some people seem to really like the movie on, on the Facebook page other people don't some people are sort of you know don't care either way but I, I, I love it and, and I will say this, and maybe this is a bold, too bold of a statement. It is basically after that movie that I was like, cool, I'm done. I don't need to see any more zombie shit ever.
0: Me too, actually. I was like,
1: it has perfectly, I don't want to say mocked, because it, but it has perfectly mimicked or parodied or satirized or whatever. Yeah. It has, to me, it's so, done. Yeah,
0: so... you've said this before and I I want you to say it again because I'm not going to get it right but when when a genre has reached
1: like if to me if something can be so easily and I don't want to I don't want to suggest that it's easy but that it can be so perfectly mimicked that like the tropes are so obvious that you can make a movie like Shaun of the Dead yeah which is a brilliant movie in my mind I mean, I love it But, like, to me, then, it's done. It's it's run its course. It's run its course. It's run its course.
0: There's so many zombie movies. And it's,
1: like, it won't stop. And, like, that doesn't mean, like, you know, I saw World War Z. It's a total mess. It's insanity. Like, there's some good scares. But I'm, like, we have run out of things. And, like, there are two Walking Dead shows.
0: Yeah, man. Two. Yeah, they should have solved this problem a long right. time like, ago. Right, like what the, the fuck? Death.
1: How is this not done? How yeah. are they not all dead or the zombies all dead? Like, right. why is this still going and why are there two shows? I don't understand. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm no longer interested in the subgenre. And I think, like, because at its best, like, when Romero's at his best, like, back in the day in, in Night of the Living Dead and then in Dawn of the Dead... There's like some really sharp social commentary going on. And like Romero even says in his interview, in that interview on the documentary that like, of course, like at the end of the day, we're we're the living dead. Like that's right. the thing, we're that's the living the dead. And he says, and it's not only we're the living dead in that like we have the routine of our lives and everything, but he's like, no, like we know, every single one of us knows that that's how it ends. And so we spend our lives the whole time knowing at any point I'm dead. And he says, yeah. like, we are that. Like, we're cursed. We're fucking cursed with that knowledge.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Um, and now I just, I don't know what points are being made, if any points are being made. So this is like, it's just another fucking zombie yeah, I think it's thing. just like, I
0: think it's like an a, an excuse, quite frankly, for gore.
1: Yeah. That's a good... Yes, I think that's a like, fair point. gore
0: for gore's sake. And, hey, listen, I have nothing against it. I like a good, gory film. Sure. But I, I think you're right. Like, at, at some point, it just stops meaning
1: yeah. anything. And I don't find it frightening. Um, I don't find it... I, I don't know. And I, I mean, I'm, I know a lot of people are obsessed with... And I get it. like, way into The Walking Dead. And I liked the comic. And I watched the first season of the show. And I was like, eh. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, yeah, um, it's all right. And then it just keeps going, and I I don't know. And then people
0: are going to disagree with it. Oh,
1: I know, and that's fine. And like I thought, twenty eight days later had some cool shit, but I I, I like
0: I quite frankly like the the twenty eight days later graphic novel. I enjoyed reading it
1: more than more than watching I agree. It. And yeah. and I felt the same way about Walking Dead. And so maybe to me, like I'm not done with zombies. I'm done with zombie movies.
0: Yeah, uh, you know. And I I went on the on the on the Roku today mm-hmm. to just kind of search and kind of do like, okay, how many zombie movies? It's endless. There's zombie strippers. Right. There's zombie <laughs> cops. There's right. zombie... There's everything zombie. I mean, it's it's insane. My zombie prom day. Right. Like, all these kind of... There's one movie that I have been interested in watching um, and it is one of the... A Scandinavian movie and now I can't remember what it's called but it's like... It just looks intriguing, and I've heard it's really good, and it's like Nazi zombies. Okay. So it's, it's like the zombies during World War Two.
1: Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. That is that kind of told. bold, and I'm yeah. intrigued by that.
0: Yeah, I would like to see that just, you know, because I've heard it's really good, and I've seen some of the other stuff that that guy has done. Um, but for the most part, I'm just kind of like, mm, I'm over it.
1: Yeah, and it, it's, a, it's a strange thing, and it's like it's been done so well so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just... I don't know. Yeah. And and I don't... Uh,
0: Shaun of the Dead is like... To be right.
1: like, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's
0: it's, it. It's... It's... it's um, yeah. Melissa Panzarello writes on the Facebook page, it's not the best or the worst, but it is amusing and doesn't take itself too seriously. I appreciate the unapologetic camp throughout the movie. Um... I kind of think it is the best.
1: It's one of my favorites. It's
0: one of my favorites. It's definitely not the worst. I I think it's a really, really, really good zombie movie.
1: Um, I mean, is it again, it it doesn't it doesn't have any desire to be Knight of the Living Dead. It no, pays its homage and no. you know,
0: I think Simon Pegg and Nick Frost really have just hit upon the thing that you and I want to do, which is like <laughs> these are the kinds of movies I love. I want to do a movie like that and and, 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 put, a and put a
1: little art a little twist twist on it
0: and and you know, show just how much we love it. yeah stephen um, Cook, Stephen Cook says. It is an homage to a lot of the horror tropes in other movies, the improvised weapons, the sacrifices of your tribe throughout the final battle. It's actually a love letter to George Romero.
1: Yeah, and I think that's I, that's evident. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny, like, in a, in a very different way, even, like, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead did this. Like, it's like... We have done it. Like right. we have figured out we we know how to make fun of it while still it being the thing. Which to me is in some ways what Scream did. Right. It was like, here's the slasher movie, guys. It's done. It's done. We're and then done. of course then there were like twenty Scream Right uh, you know, knockoffs. I do. I know like, what you did last summer. Yeah, oh I love yeah, it but too. But I love it. Um
0: uh here's the thing that um that Jennifer Abels says, and I really like it, and this was an argument that was happening, or a discussion that was happening on the Facebook page about fast zombies versus, versus slow. slow zombies. Well, we know and, where
1: Romero stands. Yeah,
0: Jennifer Abels says, I agree that as solidly middle-aged people with occasional mobility issues, the slower the method of the end times, the better. And in the case of the undead in general, I feel like as an undead entity, you get one thing. Vampires aren't fast, but can't be in sunlight. Ghosts can mess with your stuff, but not touch you. And zombies have to be slow.
1: Ah, I love it. I, I think lo- I, she's right. You get the one thing. You get the um, one thing. Otherwise, where the fuck are we? Right. I mean that—that's the thing. Like, you introduce fast zombies. This fucking movie should be four minutes long. Right. You're done. You're done. Um, I—that's I, a great. i like, you get one fucking thing. That's it. Right. Um, that's really <laughs> funny to me. Uh, do you make? Uh, how are we on time? I'm oh, we have, we have some time. Do you make a distinction between the undead and the living dead, or are these terms exchangeable? Oh, I don't to know you?
0: because I made I made a comment about that. I said, well, "How do you define?" No, that was a dead? great question. And and you know um, now I have to find it. Cindy had a good. Yeah, Cindy had a good. Comment? Can you want to read it, or do uh, you want to see if you can quote it?
1: I will see if I can quote it. Is she. It was her
0: husband, Adrian Um He actually was the one that was like, "Are we talking about the undead? Because the undead can also be classified. Uh, vampires can also be classified. Yes, as
1: and undead. And he said to him, it was undead is something that has sort of been reanimated by some sort of force, right? Right. Uh, and I mean again this is just we're just talking semantics does it do do zombies are are they interchangeable are undead and living dead interchangeable is is the living dead just zombies and undead just vampire I don't know um, yeah, so Adrian said that the undead is a creature that is animated by an external force, uh, like an evil, uh, some sort of evil, a spell, a hex, a virus, a space alien, or a spirit. Um, he That also, makes sense to me. Yeah, I like that. I like that as a definition. I don't think it matters. I like... Yeah, because
0: definitely, I would definitely not put... I would not put zombies, and <laughs> a Frankenstein, or a Dracula, <laughs> Dracula. or a zombie in the same category. Right. And I don't consider Frankenstein a zombie.
1: No, I... This is... <laughs> well, listen, we're getting into the important shit. We're getting shit. into the
0: important shit yeah, right Yeah, I
1: don't either because Frankenstein is not...
0: <laughs> are we really talking about this? I guess we are. Go ahead.
1: Are we nerds or geeks, Dante? Call us and let us know. Um... <laughs> Uh yeah man Frankenstein wasn't one living dude who no, was no. then reanimated he's no, no. you know he's this fucking creation it's a different thing Yeah
0: like he had to be sewn together yeah. from parts and this guy the he was a scientist Yeah who was put in, and now you could like you could ostensibly say that zombies some zombie lore consists of like a virus or something right. like that but Frankenstein is super different from yeah, a zombie. Yeah to me
1: Frankenstein is like the, I'm actually teaching Frankenstein right now the book which is very different than the movie but to me Frankenstein is like the fucking 1818 version of AI yes like the yes. the modern version to Frankenstein to me is like we created this robot it will destroy us right right uh, which exactly. is very different it's the whole
0: thing about playing God Frankenstein yes. asks asks the question of like, should we
1: play, play God, God? Whereas zombies are just like, oh fuck, the dead are rising. The dead are
0: rising. <laughs> yeah. The thing that we are most afraid of is, is now coming after us. Yeah. Right?
1: And- and that again, I think slowly is, but surely is the th- right like death, um, right.
0: exactly. And that and, and it's not like a Dracula. No, it's not like it's a not vampire. It's not sexy or it's fun. It's not sexy, and it's yeah, it's that's that's Dracula something completely different. No, it is different.
1: this decomposing horrific thing that will that, com- that, that, that we will, will all get face. you. Yeah. It will get you. Yeah. You know, um, even like. You know, I think sort of the, the genius of Night of the Living Dead is 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 in the end, it, it it's not the zombie that kills our protagonist, but he still ends up dead because right. that's how we all end up. Right. You know, right? Um, and I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and jaded. I it's like I I get that it's mm-hmm. been done. It's been done really well. The metaphor is clear. I don't I don't know why they're. Seems to just be this persistence of.
0: I'm telling you, man. I really think that it's gore for gore's sake. Yeah, that's what I really think, and like it's
1: a good excuse for fight me IRL. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a it's a good excuse for for just gore, gore.
1: Yeah, and and look, Dawn of the Dead is is I mean was like you know a was hu- Savini and some of the shit he was doing on that movie gore wise was incredible but I mean it was a great sort of social comment on on where we were going as in consumer culture and um, you know coming out of of vietnam and it's it was a very different time uh, all of a sudden like the 70s and it was like disco and shit and the
0: civil rights um, movement too man I'm yeah
1: like, and night living the definitely dealing yeah. with that and then sort of yeah and dawn of the dead it's like this we've we've gone past that now and we're just like buying shit and it's gonna right. be amazing and everything's amazing uh right. and i just i don't know man and some of these like more modern more recent uh, i shouldn't say more modern more recent um shows and movies i just I don't know, like, I just, the commentary it just, isn't it just, there. Yeah, it's, it's not
0: just, there. It just seems like zombies became, like, The Walking Dead as a graphic novel really took hold.
1: Uh-huh. And it's a great graphic novel. And it's novel. a great
0: graphic novel. And then suddenly everybody wanted to make a fucking yeah. zombie I, movie or zombie I, story. I,
1: and that's definitely part of it. And I think we see that a lot. It's like, um, yeah, one thing is, of course, it's Hollywood. So this one right. was successful. We need to make, 13, need to make 13, of 13
0: of them. We need 13 of them. Yeah. Right. I feel though that if you are not, Shaun of the Dead is perfect for a lot of reasons, and and if if you're a person who is not entirely sure that you want to watch a zomb, a, a a horror movie right. like like something super 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 scary, um, Shaun of the Dead is is a good way to go. Yeah, uh, it's gory, but it's not super 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 gory. Um, it it honors it has, the genre really, really well. It has some good scares. Yeah,
1: but it's not that's not its main goal that's by not its any main means. Goal. Yeah.
0: I would even venture to say that it's somewhat of a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's a romantic comedy that has Zombies, zombies in it. Yeah. it. It's just this added thing yeah. that this that this guy, this has, to guy has to deal with. It. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: got to deal with all this other shit, and now there's fucking zombies. You
0: are definitely going to laugh. Yeah, you're, you're definitely going to have a fun time watching it. And I I totally agree with your Generation X assessment. If you are a Gen X person, you <laughs> if you're
1: one of the twelve. If
0: you're one of the twelve of us, you <laughs> will absolutely um, relate to Sean and. To, to all of them,
1: yeah, in, in the movie, yeah, and especially if you consider it was it was 14 years ago, so right. most of us were either in our late 20s or early to mid 30s, yeah, when we were supposed to have accomplished great things, yeah,
0: where we were supposed to have like already owned a house, right? we are just like
1: I'm just, weed, dollars, I'm just trying to get this weed, y'all.
0: I'm just trying.
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: trying to do this one thing, and so that I can buy my lunch tomorrow. Yeah, um, um, but also.
1: When time Doing comes. all
0: the work.
1: Yeah, when the time and, and comes, and getting I will no fucking thanks handle thanks for it. It. Yeah. yeah. Um cool. Should we do some are we at shout out times? Yeah, let's do a shout out. Uh or of some course, shout out. To Jim John make noise as always for the Kickness uh-huh. Music. I'm gonna give a shout out. I don't know if it's one person or many people. Uh we had a a sort of huge uptick in Amsterdam. Speaking of getting that weed, we had yeah. a huge uptick in Amsterdam of listeners. So hello to to whoever's our listening to whoever's in, listening in Amsterdam.
0: Amsterdam. I hope you are...
1: I'm glad you're listening. Also, you're in Amsterdam. I feel like there's probably some other awesome shit you need yeah. to be doing right yeah, now. Yeah, instead of listening to us. Um, but yeah, that was a, a, a really nice so surprise crazy. and totally crazy. Uh, I would like to also give a shout out to the A-what podcast um they've been very uh, kind to us on twitter and mm-hmm. they do do uh their own great horror podcast they do one where they break down the first six friday the 13th um and it's it's really amazing it's pretty great how much they get through uh so that's what I, those are my shout outs what do you got
0: yeah i'm not shouting out to anybody no no i do want to give a special shout out to cindy Ernst. Godinez, yeah. who is our like our number one. She's a true fan, hero. Dude. She, she keeps me going, hero. man. She keeps me going too. And sometimes I wake up and I just want to do this podcast for her. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm so proud of you for getting through the entire conjuring series, Cindy, and I I want pictures of the nun cosplay.
1: I agree. We um, have to see it. It needs yeah. to be done. Uh, speaking of The Nun, I think we're actually talking about maybe doing kind of what we do with Hereditary. Maybe going yeah. to see it and then just coming right back and yeah, talking about it.
0: I think that's and what we're going to do. Maybe
1: pissing off a bunch of yeah, people. Yeah, maybe. Um,
0: um, but I don't know because like you and I, even though we haven't agreed with all of The Conjuring series movies. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan yeah, of that series.
1: I'm, and I'm super excited about this one. This one looks yeah. stylistically like it's its own thing. Anything
0: that's like Nun's and ghosts and witches and yeah, shit. I'm going to like it. It's going to be good.
1: Um, one final thing. Sorry. Follow us, all that stuff. If you are listening and you do like it and you have a minute, if you could give a review on, on the iTunes, that would be great.
0: That would be fantastic. We would super appreciate it.
1: Uh, cool. Uh,
0: yeah, cool. I don't know what we're going to talk about next no,
1: week. No, it's it's almost fall and I'm getting excited. I
0: know. Me too. Uh, thanks for listening to us this week. Go watch Shaun of the Dead. Go watch Night of the Living Dead. Go catch that zombie documentary <laughs> on Amazon. It's super Super, super interesting, and um, we'll see you next time.
1: All right, bye.